Hello all, welcome to today's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about a couple of ways, well more than a couple, but I'm going to be talking about a few ways that I prioritize my peace and my mental state while also still being present in my work life and in my home life. And I think that that's a big one for us. We feel as if we cannot prioritize our peace because if we prioritize our peace, then we're going to drop the other balls in our life. And like the name of the podcast states, we are balancing chaos. And these chaos, this chaos is a bunch of balls that we are juggling day in and day out that we cannot drop because each one is fragile. And so we are keeping them in the air with everything that we have but the peace that we have mentally should be something that we do put in the forefront and so today I'm going to be talking about how I put my peace in the forefront while also remaining present for the other important things in my life so for those who are just listening my name is Delaney I am a teacher. I'm also a mom to a 10-month-old baby. I am a partner to a wonderful man. And I also love fitness. So that's just a few things about me. Uh, and so without further ado, let's get into it. So number one, I, I move my body. So for me, I feel like exercise or just movement in general is free therapy. Do I personally, Delaney, think that everyone should see a therapist or a counselor one time in their life because it's a fantastic experience? Yes, I personally do. And let's destigmatize therapy and counseling, guys. That is so dated. That is so archaic. Everybody needs someone to vent to that is an unbiased party someone who can just listen who doesn't know you who doesn't spend every day with you but anywho let me not go off on that tangent so I move my body and some days I'm very intentional about moving my body and so I will get up at the holy crack of dawn and I know not everyone is like this um I'm a little bit psycho but I get up at the crack of dawn, uh, I get up around 4.45ish, and I get to the gym. I plan my workouts on, on Sunday, so I go into the gym knowing exactly what I'm going to do. And you might ask me, how is that prioritizing your piece? But it falls into the time management piece that on Sundays when... Ajan and the baby are watching football and I actually have some time to myself after getting you know papers graded and things like that I'm gonna sit there I'm gonna write out my workouts so that I know what I'm doing for the week and I keep my workout split the same every week so that I know on Tuesdays I'm going and I'm doing legs on Monday I know I'm doing my back and I'm doing triceps and so I keep my split the same I just change up the workouts and even even the program that I've written for myself follows the same structure with the three pyramid sets and the two supersets, but uh, I just change up the workouts. So, anywho, 
I I move my body, whether it's intentional or very subtle. And so incorporating the family piece into it, I do this as well. So if I don't feel like getting up at 545 in the morning, which not going to lie, sometimes I really don't. I will text my partner and I will say, hey, can we go on a family walk after work? And he'll either say, yeah, sure, I'm up for that. Or he'll be like, not today, babe. Got a lot of work to do. But either way, putting that idea out there presents the opportunity for me to be present with my family while also doing something that I know is going to help me emotionally, physically, spiritually, if you're that kind of person. So... I go for family walks or I get to the gym after work. Now, I am very fortunate to have a a boyfriend, a partner in the home that can obviously share the parenting load with me. And for those that don't have that, I can understand how this might be a challenge. Um, and so I do recognize I'm fortunate for that. But I do find myself going after work sometimes and spending about an hour there. Again, I already have my workout set up so that I know what I'm going in and I'm doing. Um, And I don't have to worry about that. So that is the first way. That was a bit long. I apologize. Um, Number two, I meal prep to keep my body nourished in all the craziness. As a mom, it's so easy. As a mom and a teacher, I have to tell you guys, teaching in 2022 is chaos. (laughs) I guess that's the running theme of this podcast, but I do feel like I'm juggling and balancing a lot of chaos in the educational world. Uh, There are people leaving. The education system is on fire and educators are leaving left and right. It's becoming more challenging to become an educator and honestly the students have just undergone a lot of trauma in these last two and a half years with covid so it's it's all chaos and it's a balancing act between us and the students who are actually trying very hard um but being a teacher being a mom finding time to eat meals that nourish my body properly can be very difficult It's really easy to eat a, you know, granola bar or like a handful of cashews, whatever. It's really easy to do that. But that's not nourishing my body in the way I know I can be nourishing it. Now, just a little bit of background info about me. I am a science nerd. My undergrad degree was in biology. Uh, And I studied how the body worked. So I'm very, very interested in understanding how the body works and how I can be properly nourishing my body. I'm also a vegetarian, so it takes a little bit more planning on my end to make sure I'm fitting in all my macros and things like that. So Sundays are meal prep days. They are Trader Joe's days. And I'm t- I keep it simple, guys. Like I keep it simple. This week I made veggie burritos. I grabbed a green pepper, a red pepper, a cucumber, some pre-shredded carrots, and I I banged it all out. I got an avocado to feel a little fancy, and then I got some hummus. 
and I made little burritos. Um, it made eight of them. I wrapped them up, wrapped them in aluminum foil, threw them in the freezer, and I've been eating them every single day on my lunch break. So that is super, super convenient. Um, as well as I made a huge thing of homemade granola. So in the morning, I just eat my protein granola with my Greek yogurt, which is a super hack for protein if you guys struggle with protein. Um, and I throw some berries. Now, I try to keep my fridge like limited fruits and veggies that I'm, I know I'm going to eat within the week because they just go so bad so fast and I hate food waste. Uh, so I try to keep the fridge not so packed um, with veggies and fruits, but I finish those throughout the week as well with my breakfast and I plan for that so I know. And I do use my fitness pal to plan as well so I can see in writing, oh yeah, I know I'm going to eat today. So that's another thing. Uh, number three, I schedule in work time and I schedule in family time. When one is scheduled, the other is on halt. Now, let me preface this by saying, if I quote unquote schedule time to get work done, family always comes first in my heart and in my brain and it, it just always comes first. And so if I had to put work on the back burner for my family, which happens, I'm more than okay with that. But I do, for my own sanity, uh, allocate chunks of time to work versus times where I, I allocate where I'm not going to work. I'm not doing any work. The computer stays closed. Emails are not getting answered because babies need cuddles and you know, boyfriends need cuddles and we just need to be a family because that is important. Family's always going to be there for you. I can always be replaced at a job. So I think about that when I'm sitting there and I'm stressing work and putting family to the side to stress over lesson plans and things like that. I think to myself, well, family's forever. So that's where I find the balance there. But I do. I, I pencil in the time. So if it has to be really early before the baby gets up on Sunday, he, yeah, he, I am, I am fortunate that I have a baby who sleeps in. So he does sleep in until about 730 in the morning. So if I get up around 630, I can bang out an hour of work, whether that be lesson planning, emailing parents, etc., etc. Uh, so number, that brings me to number four. I communicate my needs openly without attacking my partner or in other words making him feel like I'm attacking him and I'm not gonna lie I'm not perfect and so there are times where I come off a bit crass and I have to check myself at the door and be like I'm so sorry I was kind of being an ass um let's rewind I'm feeling lonely today and I'm feeling stressed out because I have x y and z going on and so I just need five minutes to myself to decompress. And he's also able to openly communicate that with me as well so that we can, you know, tap out when we need to tap out because obviously parenting and working and he's getting his master's right now is all very stressful. So knowing when to tap out but being able to respectfully communicate your feelings is very important. So I'm 
able to respectfully and openly communicate my needs with my partner because he's not a mind reader. And I feel like I see all these posts where women are talking about weaponized incompetence and things like that. And yes, do I believe weaponized incompetence is a very real thing? Yes. But I I feel like it's an overused phrase because as women, and I'm just speaking for myself here, I feel like we're stifled and we're taught to kind of keep the peace in a way. And so we often, you know, hush, hush. We don't communicate our feelings. But by not communicating our feelings, we are, we're holding on to those feelings of anger, stress, resentment. And then when those feelings do finally come up, because, you know, like a, like a boiling pot of water, eventually you're going to boil over, you know? So when we boil over, it comes across as so much more hurtful than we intended than if we had just openly communicated our feelings when we had them. So this is a message to all my ladies out there that feel like they have to, you know, keep their feelings to themselves. Speak. You are, what you have to say and what you feel is important enough to be heard. So stop holding on to those feelings of anger, pain, stress, and let them out. Let them feelings are meant to be felt and pass. You know, and if we let ourselves feel them, they will pass. But if you hold on to that feeling, it will stay as long as you allow it to stay. So sorry. Again, that was a bit tangential, but let's get on to number five, which is my last um my last topic. And it's I ask for help when I need it. So this is more me referring to my place of work uh if anyone out there is a teacher teaching is stressful (laughs) and I'm a first year teacher so there are times where I just don't know what to do with the kids I'm like whatever I have planned is so boring can you help me and I have a mentor I'm very fortunate to have a mentor and she's great and we collaborate and we talk and she gives me guidance to take stress off my plate and she gives me ways methods to help lessen the amount of stuff on my plate so that I can focus on being the best teacher I can be and this also transcends into the the home space as well because when I'm at home I'm like babe the baby is he's he's not uh he's not babying today like he needs he's cranky he doesn't want to sleep like I need your help like I need to tap out I'm exhausted and he will or can you make his bottles for daycare I'm exhausted I will I'll do bath time and I know when to ask for help and I'm that's not to say that those aren't his parental duties but those are just examples um I'm able to ask for help respectfully without making him feel as if I'm attacking him. And that does tie into point four about being able to communicate my needs without attacking or insulting my partner. So those are my five different ways that I'm able to prioritize my peace while still remaining present in my place of work and at home. 
So number one being I move my body. So I move my body before work, on my lunch break, or I plan out family time to move my body. I meal prep so that I can keep myself well nourished while also not stressing about cooking when I'm taking care of other things. I schedule in work time and I schedule family time to keep them separate. I communicate my needs openly without attacking my partner so that he knows that I care about him and that I'm just having feelings. I'm having big feelings that I need to work through that are not related to him. And lastly, number five, I ask for help when I need it in all areas of my life. So I hope that some of these tips or at least one of these tips were helpful for you. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day. And if nobody told you today, you are doing amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. You deserve to take up space.